the Influence Events Podcast. Okay, so episode four, we're back, and I'm not on my own this week. I am with Jenny, who I have not spoken to for, I think, three weeks now. Two, three, weeks three two, yeah, a few weeks. We missed, well, we missed a couple of weeks as well because. We oh, yeah, we sick. took a break. So oh, was that person me? Because I've been sick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then to be fair, a couple of other team members were sick. We've got a couple of people who we can have on standby if I'm either sick or you're sick, but everyone was sick. So, I mean, even I was. If. Uh, anyone did decide to tune into episode three i did sound a little bit allergy sort of riddled um and yeah some of the guys i think the first 11 first 11 one of the guys passed a comment on how how deep my voice was which always comes with allergies but i think going solo i think i managed i think i managed okay um it was strange not having someone to bounce things off in the intro and it was almost like it was scripted I swear it wasn't just written down and robotically read out. Um, I think what everyone's what everyone's dying to hear though is how was how was your first gig post Rona? Because you've been to a gig since we last had you. I have co-hosting. So let let's hear let's hear about that. Well, it was really fun. Um, <laughs> I don't was it supposed to not be fun? No, I I thought I was gonna be in a seat and I wanted to be in a seat. And I didn't want to be on the floor and I didn't want to be surrounded by gross, sweaty people during a pandemic. But um, so what happens is when I show up, it shows there's like this, you know, uh, inner like a demon that comes out. <laughs> and I don't care about anything I anymore. To, I think we need to name that demon because I was going to say something similar. I knew that you'd gone to the show that night because we'd spoken. I'd messaged you. No, it was so pathetic. I am, you know, <laughs> 29 years old and I'm sitting there with my friend and we are, she had, she had floor passes and I didn't. And the one security guy didn't really care. We had adult wristbands because, you know, we could, we're of age to drink. So we just kind of flashed our adult wristband and he let us into the floor. He thought it was like the floor wristband. So it was great. All the openers, we were on the floor and it was so much fun. And then <laughs> when, before the main act came out, somebody actually started checking the wristbands on the floor. And somehow my friend I went with, who also didn't have a floor wristband, they didn't check him and they checked me and they kicked me out. So I'm just standing there by myself, like at the edge of the entrance to the floor, because there's an area like I honestly could have stood there and watched the stage. But my friend and her sister had two tickets, right? So she just texted them to me. And she's like, go show them your ticket and say, you you know, like, tell me of a ticket. And so I went up to work 30 years old trying to scheme on how to <laughs> sneak me into the floor. <laughs> and so I had to go and I was like, hey, you know, I, I um, here's my ticket. Or I have a ticket and my my adult wristband for my drink actually like my wrists are really like really tiny. So it was falling off my wrist. And I was like, look, I was like, these wristbands just don't fit me. I was like, it fell off when I was in there dancing, which I don't really dance at these shows. I wasn't dancing. But I was like, it fell off of me. And they're like, well, can you pull up the email? And I was like, okay, I don't have the email because I didn't receive the tickets, but my friend does. And so she went there and they're like, okay, well, which door did you come through? Because they have separate doors. And I obviously yeah. came in with my friend who was on the floor. So I know what door she went through. So I was like, that one. And they're like, okay, so if you scanned it on your phone, you, um, your phone number will be in our system. So they're like, what's your phone number? And I just said my <laughs> phone number. And they're like, yeah, that sounds right. And they just gave me a thing 
wristband. That sounds right. I just went back. Uh, they gave me my wristband and I went on the floor <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, everything that I thought I was I was trying to avoid, I just really didn't care about. Yeah, see, I was I was working late that night as as per, and um, I'd, I'd logged onto Instagram for something and your story was front and center. So I was like, I'll click on it. See if Jenny's having a good night. Literally, the picture that you uploaded—you could not, you could not be any closer to the stage <laughs> if you were on the stage. And I just kind of—it was that whole like, the, it was the parent thing. It was the whole like, she's done it anyway. All this talk in every podcast episode, she did it anyway. And then, how did you feel in the days after that, Jenny? Okay. Um, so as you know, I <laughs> for the last two weeks I've been like pretty on and off feeling pretty crappy. Um, I got, I've been COVID tested twice and I don't have COVID. I have strep throat, but I didn't get it from the concert. <laughs> that came last, that, that came last week, but I did. It was so funny because no, I was feeling a little crappy, but I think I was just tired. I, I felt fine towards like the end of the week following the concert, which thank God, because we mm. were going to see like, um, we were going to see our families and stuff. So I was relieved, but then the following week, I, like, really didn't feel good. I, like, woke up, and I didn't feel great, but, like you said, allergies, all that. I was like, man, maybe I'm just tired. Like, maybe it's just allergies. I haven't slept well. And, you know, you get sick, and yep. you the wake up the next day, and you're fine. You know, you just, have, like, feel a little mm -hmm. off for a day, so then maybe it's just that. And then the next day, I'm like, man, I, like, really am not feeling good. And I'm like, whatever, it's going to go away. You know, it's fine. I haven't been around anyone besides my family, and my family hasn't been around anybody. Like, I hadn't even gone grocery shopping. So I'm like, there's no way yeah. I'm sick. Where did I get this from? And then <laughs> the next day, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm sick. And I was like, how? Oh, my, I was panicking. And so I went, I made myself a COVID appointment for this past Friday, and I went in and, you know, never been so relieved to not have COVID or to have strep throat and not have COVID, but... No, yeah. co no COVID, just strapped, no worries. <laughs> um, but I can't seem to like kick it. So I've been kind of on and off this uh, week as well. But I'm not contagious. I'm feeling better. I'm just tired. So. And you're back now. You're back for episode four. So it's all good. I'm not, I'm not sailing. I'm not like solo sailing again this week. I had to, I had to read out all of the socials on my own last week. And there was no one to mock the Twitter handle. Well, I'm, felt... I'm telling you that that's my problem right now, right? I don't have a little cheat sheet for this episode. So I'm going to have to go look through my... You've definitely called me out there. ...past email and find the all the socials. How am I supposed to know them? I can't remember them. <laughs> well, whilst... I'm whilst medicated. That, I suppose... <laughs> I suppose big, big news in the last week or so. Um, ABBA are back. I don't know if that's been news in the states or not but they've come back it's something that i never thought would happen they're a band that i would just like to note that i didn't know they were gone <laughs> yeah, so abba i believe abba have not i think it's been 40 years since they last played an event or released music they just got to the i think it was one of those cases where they got to the stage where they had i mean Everyone knows ABBA songs. One of those bands where everyone knows a song, which obviously translates to ABBA are, the members of ABBA have got probably more money than they ever would, would need. Um, and it got to the stage where they just didn't enjoy doing it anymore, I think. And rather than do what a lot of other bands do, where they just do it for the sake of it to make money, they weren't enjoying it, so they stepped down out of the limelight. And they haven't done anything for years and years. I vaguely remember reading something maybe a decade ago where 
I think they'd been offered stupid amounts of money to go back on a tour again. And they, t- I mean, the figure 100 million kind of sounds about right. Um, and they turned it down. And I didn't think we'd ever, there'd ever be kind of, you know, an ABBA concert again. It's not a live concert per se. I think that it's a, it's a, it's a sort of online, um, I think there's some AI involved, um, augmented reality kind of stuff. I'm not sure I need to look more into it, but it popped up on TikTok a few times. And uh, yeah, they're still writing jams. They're still writing some big songs. So yeah, that's kind of a, a nice thing. I was I was introduced to ABBA at a young age. My, my teacher that I had when I was 10, 11, best teacher in the world. Um, she got to a Friday, uh, and I think it was like half past two if we'd been good. When we were finishing our work for the week, she just put music on and it was always ABBA. So I know more ABBA songs than I think the average person does, lyrics to sing along. But that's where I can just remember ABBA coming through every single week for a year, learning all the songs people know and then all the obscure songs. And now they're back. And I think this is just mind-boggling to me because I just really thought they were always together. (laughs) I think... I don't think they split. I think they just stopped doing it. There was never any split because I think they were married. I think there were there was two marriages within ABBA, and I think I think there was maybe splits there. I'm not sure, but they're all on like speaking terms, and they're all back. It's all four of them. So, Mamma Mia, let's go. That, <laughs> that's big news. So I think it'll be interesting to see what happens after these augmented reality shows, whether they do at all. Because if they do, I dare say. It will be probably the biggest grossing tour of all time. I think that they could tour every country on the planet, and they sell out. They sell out multiple, multiple shows, and I think they could probably tour for years. So it's going to be interesting. I have to keep an eye on that one. For I'm sure. so perplexed by you said like there's augmented. Like, are they going to be there? Are there? I think I think they're going to be. I'm not sure whether it's like a you pay and go to a venue. I'm not sure whether it's an online thing. We'll do some research. We can carry on this chat next week. But um, I know that they've released music and it's gone straight into the charts over here. They've released a new song or a new album, I think. Oh. Um, but yeah, really, very, very interesting. Obviously, their their music's everywhere. Like in the Mamma Mia movies, there's been the Mamma Mia the musical, which is one of the top performers on West End Broadway. Everywhere you go, everyone I've knows. I've seen it on Broadway. No yeah. big deal. <laughs> I do love Abba. Yeah. It's just, um, I just think it's super interesting that they sort of like now's the time. It's like one good thing to come out of the last couple of years, which is, uh, which is always, always a good thing to see. I don't know. I'm just intrigued. If they tour, it's de- that's, there's definitely, that's definitely a, an influence events team night out right there. Influence events team goes to see Abba. That's, that's got to happen. It's got, <laughs> it, it's just got to. And maybe we do a little bit of a bar crawl beforehand. So, there's going to be some crazy singing, yeah, and I'm not going to waste. Wish. I'm not going to waste my time buying seated tickets because we all know what happens when Jenny gets a seated ticket. She ends up in the pit anyway, so we'll uh, just go straight. I'm going my way down somehow or another <laughs> at every show. <laughs> we'll just yeah, we, we, we'll just go for standing tickets. Um, save time. But we'll keep. We'll definitely keep an eye on that one for sure, because um, it's uh, it's not often you get these like top tier legendary bands reforming. So um, it's definitely, definitely good news. Another good news this week, we have our our friend and potentially future colleague and all-round awesome artist, musician Raquel, is joining us on the podcast this week. Another one where, unfortunately, 
you can't be there because of your work schedule. We will get you in on a, an interview very soon or a chat. It was more of a chat this week. 3 p.m. time frames. I'm usually, you know, that whole 9 to 5 thing. I'm busy 9 to 5 usually. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get it. We'll get it sorted. We'll we'll start booking some some later chats, definitely. But no, I'm I'm very jealous. I have been following her on Instagram and everything. She's just so hysterical too. So I'm really blown that I wasn't able to like, get to chat with her. Yeah, we did have uh, we did we we chatted all things music and the process again. And she's got an album coming out soon. Um, and I mean, she self produced eight songs last year in the lockdown super super productive did it all on her own and it comes out i mean i approached raquel almost two years ago now as as basically a supporting role on a tour that we still haven't been able to put out because of the pandemic is going to be going out next year um and because it's i mean because of that we're kind of similar people similar similar humor similar kind of outlook on life we've become really good friends so it was more of a chat this week which is kind of it's cool so i think that um, I think we should just go straight into that. What do you think? Let's do it. This week's star guest. She's the artist behind the podcast opening and closing track, Kicking You Down. She's a super talented musician. She's amassed a master following of around 58,000 people on Twitch at the time of recording this podcast. And in the last year and a half, we've discovered that we share the same humour and tolerance in life for pretty much everything. And so I like to think we've become pretty good pals today. We welcome Raquel Lilly to the podcast. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. How are you? Good. It's been a long day, but we're going. We, we Same. love it. We love we love the last minute podcast recordings at Influence yeah, Podcast. So for those who don't know you, although I quite a few people will by now because we've we've pushed your uh, your music in almost every podcast we've done. Although this is only podcast number four. Um, what's your story? Let's have a little background as to how you've got to where you are today. Yeah, so, geez, long background. Uh, I was born in the Philippines, moved to the States when I was seven. Started pursuing music at a really early age because in the Philippines, it's just very valued. You either dance or sing or do both. Uh, and then it's weird because you're also told you can't pursue any of that and you have to go be a doctor. <laughs> so, or nurse, <laughs> whichever one you end up settling on. <laughs> So I actually pursued a degree in neurobiology. Um, I, you know, worked professionally in the medical field for a while and actually also became a paralegal at some point just to learn about how to run a small business myself. Um. But uh, yeah, essentially I was just gearing myself up my entire life to pursue music, whether it was on the side or um, something that that I could do for a hobby and and because it was instilled in my brain early on that this isn't a career, I never really took it seriously until I was absolutely miserable in the medical field and it just wasn't for me. I felt like a cog in the wheel. Granted, I wasn't a doctor or anything like mm. that. I was just a, a technician at a at a lab where we zap your your nerves. So literally <laughs> was the bad guy. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> liked me. I my job was to literally zap you. <laughs> So it was just a, a double-edged sword of just, you know, grumpy people and grumpy environment, which led me to a place of zero creativity. And I realized that's when I needed to, you know, on the weekends, I would pursue all these open mics and I'd play these little dinky bars and stuff. But um, yeah, I just, I, I guess I kind of gave it a 
a push and I told myself, I'm going to give myself two years. And if in two years, nothing changes between my open mic thing and some sort of pursuit or a direction, then I can always go back to my degree because mm. I have one. Um, and then I just did that. And I, there was a small part of me that knew that I was just telling myself that, and that I was never going to look back. And that's kind of where I've, I've been since. Yeah. And, uh, since I quit my full-time jobs, I was able to start streaming on Twitch, which is really what jettisoned my music career because prior to that, I was just kind of local famous. Birmingham started knowing. Birmingham, Alabama, not UK. Birmingham, <laughs> not Birmingham. So, uh, yeah, I I was kind of just saying, staying in the same stratosphere and I was really hard to break out of it, um, especially with my genre of music. I was kind of an anomaly in in where I was pursuing it, uh, I think. And uh, I went on Twitch and I was just right place, right time. I was lucky enough to start just just for fun doing music just because that's what I did and that's what I love to do. And um, years later, that's been my name, my, my main cash cow. That's been my, that's how I am able to tour and bring fans out. It's yeah. how I've been able to establish myself further as a musician. Um, it's been the way I've been able to avoid having a label because my community is so supportive that, they help me, you know, whether it's a trip that I need to go on or an album that I need to fund, they are absolutely behind me all the way. So, yeah, I just got really fortunate and, you know, stuck through Twitch through the pandemic and Twitch kind of in in music, the music scene kind of boomed on Twitch after mm -hmm. the pandemic happened because so many popular artists started hopping onto the platform because they found, ah, oh, damn, I can't tour. I can't. I can't make money anymore. How how do I connect with my audience? Like my label is kind of out for the count right now. There are no festivals. Yeah. So I think that kind of propelled the music scene on Twitch further, which I was trying to push for years, but just really glad I was there before the wave so that I could ride the crest versus kind of just trying to trudge along catching up. So that's mm. kind of where I'm at right now is, um, you know, I, I built a lot of my fan base online. Um, and then I've since kind of branched out to Instagram and TikTok and starting take it, starting to take advan advantage of short form videos and really just trying to flex other aspects of myself other than just my music. So, yeah. you know, comedy, other creative videos that I put out. So, um, and yeah, the ultimate goal really is to stay in music, stay musical, stay creative, creative whatever that means um but i when the world if the world opens back up to the point where <laughs> at any capacity we were at before i would love to get my flex my my live performance spirit because i think that's what i'm built for and that's why i'm good at streaming is because i'm a live performer mm, and yeah. i i think i you know before before fully investing fully investing in the online life i would like to see what that's about yeah, I mean, going going on the live performance element, we actually you actually are the inaugural artist that we've worked with at Influenced Events. Given that the show that you performed on the second of this month, that was the first ever show that we've promoted as a new company at Barbosa in Seattle. Um, how was that? I know that I, I, as I said before we started recording, I caught a little bit of your stream yesterday, just as you were finishing talking about it. But 
seemed to get quite a lot of good vibes. It seemed to be a show that not only you, but the other ladies on the on the bill enjoyed too. It's just good to get back out there. Absolutely. Um, it was to date my best solo show. Um, between just uh, the confidence that I built being inside all year performing and just like really honing in on those solo skills because that's all I had to do. And being able to bring what I learned on my stream to the to translate it to my audience in real time with real real life people in front of you. Um, just something clicked and I felt super connected to the audience. I felt like everybody was listening to everything I said I had to say. Everybody was singing along. There were a ton of people that, to my surprise, I don't know, I guess I'm still not used to seeing actual faces of people who have been following me for X amount of years or months or whatever, even days, the people that come out and they're like, oh my God, like so starstruck and I'm as starstruck as them because I'm like, someone like you exists and holy shit, like you're fangirling over me and I'm fangirling over the fact that you're fangirling over me. Like it's just, <laughs> it's a really wholesome yeah. time. So I felt like that happened a bunch that show but um yeah another aspect was uh low-key i brought my cat he's, <laughs> he's uh... <laughs> this is this is a conversation you and i've had a lot <laughs> with so for the, like for no one will know but and we'll talk about it a little later but raquel i mean we're, we're, it's i don't think it's a secret to a lot of people on the team but we're going to be working together a lot next year with certain contracts and certain opportunities that we've got put together and the one question that I always get at the top of your your list seems to be, can we have a tour cat? So let's hear about the little dude. Because you did take him to Seattle and he did, it did, I did. He did work. Yeah, he is just everything I need in the moment. Whenever things are starting to split at the seams, he always seems to know when exactly <clears throat> to sit next to me or sit on my lap or put his head on my hand or something. Like it's, I don't know. I, I can't describe it, but the, I feel so, I feel kind of lame being one of those like crazy cat people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I, I definitely am admittedly. So I'm covered in cat hair, but 100%. yeah, he, uh, I actually had a, a ginger cat before him who was 15 before he passed away, but we had yeah. such a amazingly strong connection, but he was never a travel kitty. I've always wanted a travel kitty and I travel so much. So I told myself I've always wanted a Maine Coon, which is what, he is he that's the breed that he is and um a lot of the attributes of my previous cat was very uh main coon-esque so i told myself i'm when i get when i get the money when i get like the the time and energy and space to have another cat like him whenever he passes i'm go going to get a full breed so i did and um i've always been one of those people who's like skeptical of like you know, not adopting and stuff, but I was, I, my, my needs and my wants were very specific. And, uh, one, like, if not the best emotional decision I've made for myself, one of the best decisions I made because it, it makes a huge difference. I mean, I was telling you, Fez, that every time I went into the green room, I, or every time I go into a green room, it feels like a, like, I just need to like, curl up in a ball for a second and just like rock myself back and forth until I could like put yeah. on the happy face again and come out. But it seemed much more genuine and much more relaxed because there was something to absorb the anxiety and, and something for me to bounce that off of. And that's the, the cat that I've been training for months on a leash. Yeah, so this is another thing. Give him a shout out right now is 
He has an Instagram, Rigby the Red, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> so if it you is, guys yeah. want to keep up and you want to see uh, a ginger cat on a leash hiking some awesome picturesque trails in America, head across. Some of the stuff that I, I just can't, I've never seen a cat walk on a lead like a dog before. Yeah. And then there's pictures where you're just hiking and he's just chilling on your shoulder like a parrot, like a big uh-huh. ginger parrot. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely something that people need to see at least once, I think. Yeah. At least once in their life. It's not going to last very long because he's only about half his size and he's 12 pounds. He's supposed to get like 20, 25. So enjoying it while it lasts, you know, <laughs> pick up your kids while you can. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is going to have a bit of fun. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to put you under pressure. Um, for those who listened last week, we had or two weeks ago now, we took a little bit of time off last week. We had a hiatus because everyone was ill on the team. Um, we had first to 11 and they took part in the first ever Influence Events podcast named that song from the Lyric Challenge. I've given that a different name every time I've said it, but we'll just go with it. It's basically, <laughs> I'm going to read 10 lines uh, and you tell me the band and the name of the song. You get a point for each. So there's 20 points up for grabs. Um, oh, yeah, and you'll be put into, and this will go on our Instagram. So if you do badly, it's going to be there for people to see. And I will tag you in it. I, will make I have sure a that feeling you're going to pick all the songs that I don't know. Well, the way that we do it is I look at songs that you've covered or you've uploaded covers of in the last year. So mm. you should, should be okay. I'm fully expecting 20 out of 20. Okay, let's go. I'd be disappointed. So first one, I'd be disappointed if you don't get this. The line is, you were only waiting for this moment to arise. Oh, hang on. Ah, this is this is so strange without music. Um, you're only waiting for this moment to arise. Oh, I I don't. I Gonna don't have know. to count you down. That was Blackbird by the Beatles. You are only waiting for this moment yeah. to arise. Dang it! <laughs> so you can see where we're going now. See where we're going. It is. It's. Uh, it's. Su- it is super hard. It's super hard. I, I literally had to sing. As <clears throat> my friend asked me a lyric right before this podcast. They're like, "Oh, how'd the lyrics go?" And I, I was like, "Oh, I, I don't know. I have to sing it." So I had to sing it to them. I'm that Aud- person. Audra was doing exactly the same. First to eleven. Audra was doing exactly uh, the same. Okay, number two. The line is, and so I came to see him to listen for a while. Fuji's or Roberta Flack, uh, Killing Me Softly. There you go. Two points there. Um, third line is holding hands with your heart to see you. Holding hands with your heart to see you. Oh, it's like ticking in my brain. Like it's tickling a piece of my brain. <laughs> I I don't know. That is uh, September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh my God! Oh. You know as well. That's that's the first ever song See I saw you singing you. on Twitch. Oh, yeah. This. Next one. Hey, I ought to leave Young Thing alone. Uh, Bill Withers. Ain't no sunshine. Yeah. There we go. Um, next one should be easy. Uh, an evergreen, such a timeless queen. <laughs> That's my song, Mary. Uh, what, who's the artist? Rackle Liley. <laughs> Next song. Uh, but someone picked you from the bunch. But someone picked you from the bunch. 
Oh, the tickling again. I've given, I've only given you half of that one. I feel a bit harsh. But someone picked you from the bunch. One glance was all it took. One glance was all it took. Hang on. Someone picked you. Someone picked you a bunch of glances all it took. <laughs> uh, uh, I want you back. Jackson 5. Yeah. Uh, the scars of your love, they leave me breathless. Adele. Uh, could Rolling in the deep. Yeah. Uh, next one. It's a song I don't know. I only know it through your stream. But when you poured out your heart, I didn't waste it. Uh, Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, artist. Um, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Okay. Next one is I miss the playgrounds and the animals and digging at worms. I miss the comfort of my mother and MGMT. Um, MGMT. Uh, time to pretend. Yeah. And then the last one is uh, recount the night that I first met your mother. Rick out the night, uh, Paramore, uh, still into you. There we go. Full round. 16 out of 20. Solid. That's not bad. I'm really disappointed <laughs> that I didn't get Blackbird. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And do you know what? I threw it in at the top end just because I thought you were going to get it. Again, this is something that I we joke about all the time because there was that one dude who came in your stream all the time. We wanted you just to play the intro. Play Blackbird. Just the intro. Play the intro to Blackbird all the time. So 16 out of 20, you go into second place on the leaderboard. And then once we get a certain set number, we're going to have face-offs. So there'll be a draw, like a championship. We're going to have a, tr a little trophy made. So we're going to go, you'll be going against, you could have come up against first to 11. You could come up against one of our future guests. That's Who cool. knows? So we'll do that. We'll make a thing of it. And to finish up, this is... Um, Again, it's producer Callum, who people can't see, but he is here. He's just hiding in the corner in the dark. Um, he came up with this question. It's the age-old question of who would you have, who would you invite to dinner, dead or alive? But we don't care about dinner. We want to know if you could host any event anywhere in the world, what would it be? If it was a gig, a festival, where would it be? Would it be a huge stage? Would it be an arena? Would it be a bar? Would it be, I think one of the guys, First 11, was hosting a gig in a basement. We've had someone host it in hell. So far, um, <laughs> what are we doing? Sell it to us. We're an events company. We want you to sell it to us as an event. Uh, I definitely would love a camp, a camping festival. I went to Bonnaroo for the first time, and those are so cool, so sick. However, I would like it to be glamping and not camping. Like, <laughs> I think that would really be super stellar. <laughs> um, it would be a glamping festival. Definitely not in the U.S. It's got to be in the U.K. somewhere. I don't know no, where it's no going to be temperate to, no to camp. No camping festivals in the U.K. are glamping. But we could pretend that it's sunny and beautiful and temperate in the U.K. Uh, <laughs> so your, your um, festival's going to happen on that one day a year that we have that's summer, and then that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be glamping. There's going to be endless water fountains and just, like, amenities up the ass, just really amazing amenities where people don't feel like they have to starve or, you know, drink their friend's water bottle and et cetera. Um, and, and, you know, really just, I feel like part of the festival experience is like, Oh, you obviously have to be uncomfortable, like showers and everything. It's going to be glamping. 
Um, but huge stage. If I could talk about who's on the stage, definitely okay. people like Bruno Mars, Amy Winehouse. Um, we could bring back classics too, like Donny Hathaway. I think I want it to be like a soul festival. Yeah. But uh, just to name a few people that are like existing right now, um, I don't know, people like Lake Street Dive. I've got a friend, Colin Miller. He's real old school soul. Colin Miller and the Brother Nature would be dope on that bill. Just a good old, a good old like soul fest where everybody can stay clean and also <laughs> glamp and do questionable drugs. <laughs> are we going to see a set from Raquel Lilly? That's the big question. Oh yeah. Obviously like I would like to be on that stage. Are you going to be headlining, um, headlining Saturday night? Like the key I don't slot. Know if I, could, I don't know if I could headline like past Amy or Bruno, but I would love to get to the point where I, I could stand next to them and people wouldn't bat an eye, you know? <laughs> do it. Nice. So just to clean, you've, you, the festival setup you've described there is the exact opposite of fire festival. So <laughs> we're good. Working, yeah, yeah. working, working amenities is always a good thing. Yeah, not a box of just two slices of bread and lettuce and cheese, and calling it like, calling it like the VIP package. Like I'm talking about, like real ass, (laughs) like some real warm meals in the belly. Just a kitchen, a kitchen full of sous vides. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, food's going to be on point. I do think though, off the back of that little, that little dialogue there we need to we need to take you to a proper british festival next year a camping festival just to see your reaction and i'm gonna be like this is miserable yeah 100 percent. i bet my life on it 100 percent. i mean but we'll do it we'll do it it's all fun we'll take the team we'll take the full team i i have a definite not realistic vision of what the uk is like absolutely <laughs> i was there yeah. when it was nice <laughs> We'll take it. We'll we'll have to vlog it. That'll be a series in itself. Knowing you guys on the team, I'll just stand back like a little ginger fly on the wall. <laughs> just watch you guys crumble. Yeah. Uh, last question, most important question. Where can people find you if they wanna if they wanna see more of you or hear more? Yeah, so I'm the most active on Instagram on the daily. So Raquel underscore Lily, I'm the one with the superstar check mark as Tom would. Big deal. Yeah, big deal over here. Um, so yeah, just Google me, you'll find that stuff. Um, obviously, my music's all over the place on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Tidal, whatever you use. I'm on YouTube. I have a bunch of music videos. Of course, I live stream on Twitch at least twice a week. I used to stream more, but I've got a lot going on between the album and everything. So if TikTok. you guys want to listen to that, yeah, TikTok, um, all the socials. I have all of them. I'm on Twitter, everything. Uh, Facebook, I'm barely on. So, you know, follow at your own discretion. Uh, but yeah, just Google me. You'll find me, Raquel Lilly. And we'll throw all the links into the description. As well Perfect. So find yeah. But yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely have you on again in the future. And also people are going to see you probably sneaking your way into other influence event stuff, given that we are going to be working together. And when we can yeah. tell people what we're working together on, We'll tell people what we're working together on. But until then, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. No sarcasm there. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, yeah, we'll see you. uh, we'll, We'll catch you again very soon. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, Tom. Influenced events. Okay. Well, that was just great, Tom. And I'm so jealous once again that I missed them. Once again, one day I'm going to be featured in an interview.
<laughs> it's we're going four for four now. We're going for that's that is four for four. When unfortunately you've not been available, but I also would like I mean, my own guess the song before. lyrics quiz. Okay, I think we can do that. I think I can probably. But like, you can't make it unfair it. because I, you know what I listen to, so you can't do like opposite. It has to be like famous song. Well, we've we've been friends for a, we've been friends for a decade now, so I might just. And I mean, we met around the time, like we said in the first ever podcast. It was like the warped tour kind of. It was that kind of scene, that kind of sound. So they rest I in may, peace. That's still all I listen to. I don't change. <laughs> I don't adjust Same. to the times. <laughs> I may, I may well pull a full, uh, a few oldies out of the bag when it comes to that kind of a uh, that kind of scene and that kind of genre. We'll see. We'll do it next week. You've got to perform though because you're you're performing on behalf of the Influence Events team. So we've got to go in. We've got to top that table. We've got. I'm expecting a full twenty out of twenty. Oh dear God. Yeah. And then you've got to be prepared for later in the season when we when we face off against people. I mean, you saw last week, first to 11, they hit 18 of 20. Raquel's just hit 16 of 20. We've got some pretty solid performers here. So if we're going head-to-head, we can't have people white If I do less than Raquel, I am only going to be in third place still. <laughs> for one week. I'm still top three. <laughs> well, no, you may not be because depending on next week's guest and how they do you may well be in fourth so you, you uh, could top finish four is, top four is that bad you could well it's not podium is it so i'm gonna be tough it's not podium we expect podium it's 2021 we do participation prizes here okay we, <laughs> jenny's gonna be going home with a wooden spoon folks we can see it now <laughs> but anyway you've got to get to a meeting so we have to, we have to those darn meetings <laughs> We are, I know, all about meetings, so we have to wrap up again. So we'll be back next week. We'll be back with Jenny next week, fingers crossed. We'll be back with more awesome guests next week. But in the meantime, as usual, Jenny is going to tell you all the places where you can find us, and she's going to attempt not to mock the Twitter handle this week. Let's go for it. Always got a mock. All right, yes, we will see you next week. But in the meantime, you know, we have the website, thenexteventisyours.com, Facebook at Influenced Events, Instagram at Influenced Events, Twitter, here it goes, at Influenced Ents, E-N-T-S, Ents, at Influenced Ents. And then we also have the second Instagram, of course, for everything podcast related, which is at Influenced Pod. I always feel like I'm rounding out an episode of Sesame Street when you spell out the Ents. A picture well, of the letters okay. on the screen. If I was listening to this, I would be like, the what? <laughs> 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 no, we will We will get that sorted. We will get that sorted. We need to get it sorted. See, we'll have to you see what we can do. You've got to just bribe somebody. The handle is not ours at present. But anyway, we may we may well have it next week. So tune back in. If you have any questions, comments, anything like that, hit up one of the socials that Jenny's just listed. And we'll get back in touch with you. We're nice people. We'll see you next week. Bye, Jenny. Have a good one. <laughs>